Welcome to another Partnership Podcast. Since Financial Conduct Authority regulation got underway in July, we've been scouring the country to see how it's impacted different types of funeral director. Last episode, we spoke to 160-year-old business in the Scottish borders. This time, we're heading to the West Midlands, where Love's Independent Funeral Directors in Stafford has its own history, founded recently by its current Managing Director, Stuart Love, and its own experiences with regulation. So I'm going to hear how Stuart put the business together with the help of his background in funerals and beyond, and how he sees the post-regulation world now. So, morning, Stuart. How are you? Morning, Malcolm. I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Now, look, it's a few months since uh, I saw you at the NFE, wasn't it? I think back in June. It sure was, it yeah. Was. Well, fantastic, uh, fantastic day that was. Really, really good. That was good, wasn't it? Okay, well, look, it's great to catch up with you now, all right, and just sort of hear a little about the journey you've been on in establishing your business. So, look, let, let's, it's, it's great to be able to talk to not just the proprietor, but also somebody who's just founded an independent funeral director business. So could you just spend a couple of minutes talking us through the history, the sort of early days of your business? And look, I know you've had experience working for an independent yourself. So uh, it'd be interesting if you touch on that. And I believe the police service as well in the past. So, so go on then, give us a bit of history. Okay, so um, when I was 17, um, I was really lucky and got into the Westminster's Police at a young age as a PCSO, so Police Community Support Officer. Um, after two years of being in the police, I then applied to become a regular police officer. But due to government mm-hmm. cuts, that put everything on hold, unfortunately. So carried on being a PCSO for five years. Um, I've got a family history. My father was in the police. My grandfather was an inspector in the police. So I thought that's all I ever should be. Um, but then I decided, you know what? When the government changes happened, I thought, you know, new direction. Shall I do something else? So I looked into chauffeuring. And actually started up my own company, um, High Network Wealth Chauffeuring and looking after celebrities, which went really, really well. Um, And I absolutely love that. Um, But after five years of that, again, I thought, you know what, there's got to be something else out there trying to bring all my skills that I'd obtained over the years. There's got to be something else. And I got a massive opportunity to work with a very well-established independent funeral directors um, that had been running for about 200, 201 years. Wow. So I started off at the very bottom. Um, and very quickly um, managed to co-manage the business um, after two years mm-hmm. and um, absolutely loved it. So I've gone all through the business doing different roles and absolutely love what I was doing. Then COVID struck and obviously things changed for us all and things got very busy in the funeral yep. world. And obviously things got hard at home. And um, I thought, what better thing to do than, you know, what, I'm going to buy a dog, keep me busy with everything that was going on at work. It just kind of, it all fitted for me. Um, yeah. So I brought a dog um, who's Neo, who comes to work and has come to work with me every <laughs> single day. And he's here with me now. Right. Um, hello, and, Neo. Um, <laughs> say hello, Neo. Ne- speak, speak. There you go. Right. Oh, thank you. Very- <laughs> That's the first on a podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> So he's he's always with me, and basically from from buying Neo off um, off a farm locally to me in Stafford, um, I actually met who are now my investors and directors of yeah, partners in this business uh, called wow. Loves Independent, um, wow. which are Chris and Leslie, absolutely yep. phenomenal people, um, and have really given me a massive lifeline um, yep. in 
to create this absolutely beautiful funeral home at Primrose Cottage. Yeah. And um, yeah, allow me to do what I've done. Um, so yeah, I can't thank them enough. And I'm so, so pleased with what we, the finished and final result that we've now got within Stafford to offer to people of Stafford as well. Yeah, and look, and see the branding behind you. It all looks magnificent, I have to say. And so as an independent funeral director, how many months have you been up in business now? So we opened the doors on the 28th of February um, this year, and we're now obviously in August. So not many months, five months that. Um, It's going really, really well. We're really chuffed with how everything's been pulled together. And actually the people of Stafford, you know, are, are trusting us and actually yeah. is coming to see us and just even just said hello as they walk past. It's really, really good. Wow. Thank you. Great story. Right. So you are a genuine startup funeral business then that has been now up and up and running a few months. Congratulations and well done. Um, so, look, we, we've all been very focused on regulation. So I'm curious if you think any of the forms of regulation that have come in would have either changed how you approach things when founding your business or even made it sort of seem more daunting for you. So, and sort of once you've established a business, we we kind of think regulation just helps them formalise what they've been doing. But do you think for a new business, there's more to consider? Is it more daunting? I think for, you know, we've all been used to doing funeral plans as as we always have in our own ways, um, whether that be on paper-based or paper, then transferring to online applications on the old portal. Um, So when anything new comes in i think we all are a bit like oh scaremongering and it's what's going to change oh my god there's going to be 20 pieces of paperwork that we need to do but actually when you sit down and you look at it you look at the paperwork side of things and you know you can understand it but then you look at the online portal and it actually talks you through it talks you through the process it tells you everything to explain what the fca want what golden charter want to give to the customer so they know their demands and needs and they know exactly what you are supplying them as a product it's actually a lot easier because it's there it's in front of you and if you if you do the online route which is the route that we'll be going down actually it's really really simple so you know i'm all for it but yeah for anybody as a change from a paper-based couple of page application it's a huge change and of course it's daunting for anyone yeah and i guess to some extent it it may have sort of worked in your favor the fact that you were sort of starting a new business almost at the same time as regulation so you've never known any different really Correct. Yeah, we've obviously I've, I've done it at my previous um, funeral home, but actually we've opened with Golden Charter um, once getting through all the um, all the safe inspections and everything yeah. like that and becoming an appointed representative. Actually, we're starting a complete fresh. So it's lovely to start on a complete fresh. We've got no plans to start with. And then we can just open our doors to say this is how we do it. We're an appointed representative and this is how the process now works. Fantastic. OK, well, let, let's stay on the theme of FCA regulation. I'd say you're someone that's obviously taking it quite seriously because you were on one of our very first training sessions back in June, I believe. So how did you find the training and did it tell you anything new or just give you comfort that actually you were kind of in tune with with things already? I think the training was great. Um, again, you know, you're at the forefront of, of FCA. FCA was it was being spoken about everywhere on forums, on yeah. Facebook, you know, at the NFE, people were talking about it. And I don't think really anybody 100% knew what was going on. But with Golden Charter, you had your process, you had your steps that we were going through. And yeah. it was put forward at a very early stage that actually, this is what we're doing for you. This is how it's going to, you know, work for you in the future. You know, just 
keep with us and we're going to take you on this path and we'll mm-hmm. basically hold your hand throughout it all so you'll never yeah. be on your own. Um, so, yeah, the training I thought was really, really good. But the, one of the best things that I felt is that actually you sit down, you can go on the portal, the new portal, and you can do a test application. So you can go right. on there, you can do the test application. You're not messing anything up. You know, you yeah. can see how it all looks, see how it yep. all works. And actually, yep. you could sit in front of a family member, you could sit in front of a friend and do yep. that. So you actually got that experience before sitting in front of a live client. Um, and it's just, it's. I just think the online portal is the way forward. You know, I know, again, it's daunting for more traditional funeral directors. But actually, I think, you know, sit in front of a computer, give it a try and i think as soon as you've done a few it's all we'll ever know then moving forward cool thank you and so looking ahead and particularly sort of your ambitions around your business how do you see funeral directing continuing to evolve both pre-need and at need from your own sort of personal horizon um i mean we're hoping that people feel more comfortable talking about the taboo subject of death and end of life care and personal Mm -hmm. wishes for their own end of life ceremony um, you know, it, it's, it is such a taboo subject. Um, and, and, you know, we, we open to further regulation with the CMA coming in, with obviously the FCA getting involved. You know, the funeral industry as a whole, I think, should be in some way, shape or form regulated. Um, yeah. And also hugely around the care of the, the deceased. Um, you know, it's it's one one aspect of the the industry that I feel that ha- everybody does so different and they all do it yeah. in their own ways, which is absolutely fine. But mm. some form of, of regulation around that now that the FCA have brought in the regulation around funeral plans, so a little bit more around the actual funeral director as a whole. I'm, I'm all for it. Absolutely. And where's your head in, in the terms of the balance? You, you've been sort of obviously in the industry a while. Now you run your own business between customer preferences over a traditional, a simple or a direct. Um, How do you view that commercially as opposed to a customer choice? So how how do you respond to that challenge going forward in terms of making your business work? So as we're all aware, um, you know, direct cremation, simple cremation, it's been branded everywhere, everywhere you go, whether it's on the TV or you get home from work and you see it and, you, you know, it's on the in the post, unaddressed yeah. mailers, you know, it, it's everywhere. And, and I, I completely understand that that is, it's probably a, a few years ago, funeral directors were more so, oh, it's never going to happen. It's never going to work. But actually, if you look at the last year, the last two years, direct cremation you know, simple cremation, it's a massive choice for people now, you know, and people are seeing it, one, it's cost effective, um, mm-hmm. two, they don't want the service anymore. So I think we have to open our arms up to that it's going to be a way forward for us. So mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's advertise the fact that we do it as an independent funeral director. We we can bespoke in our own way, but let's not, let's push ourselves as an independent funeral director and, and make it that we can do it locally for our, you know, our clients of Stafford here or wherever the other funeral directors are. You know, yes, your independent funeral director can do this service. You don't have yep. to get a million miles to get it done. Um, we can do it and look after you as well. And it's more dignified. You, you meet the funeral director in person and we do it our way, which I think, why not? And the traditional side, you know, the traditional side is still there, massive part of our business. So, and, and just to advertise the fact that we can do everything. It doesn't just necessarily mean we're a direct cremation funeral director. It doesn't mean that we do traditional. We can do modern funerals. If you want a funeral on the grounds of a crematorium, the crematorium have opened their arms and said, if you want to put a gazebo on the grounds, we can do the service outside. Why not? So let's have it your way rather than 
it has to be this way. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. So I think adaptability is the watchword there, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Stuart. Um, okay. So let's just turn about to the way you promote and market your business then. Uh, and I can see you've got a strong brand there. And also noted that you've got a really good website. It's detailed. It's attractive. You've obviously invested time and effort in that. And that makes quite a lot of your sort of, you know, brings to life, I guess, your unique looking premises, which, which look really great. So as it says on the homepage, you want it to blend between the best of the old and the new. So can you talk a bit more about what you mean and how you use digital marketing then uh, and sort of combine that with a high street approach? So, yeah, so when we put all the business plan together and looked at everything of how, you know, how we're going to market ourselves as a, as a new funeral director, you know, it's always very hard, isn't it? Because you need to get the people to trust you, to know who you are and become that pillar in the community that people, you know, do have that trust with. So for me, it was about let's move with the times now. You know, let's let's look at you know look at Golden Charter. They be online applications now. It's moving forward with the times. So what can we do? Facebook, Instagram, social media is huge now across the world. Mm-hmm. In years to come, are people going to be looking at Google? Are they going to be looking at Yellow Pages? They'll probably just go on Facebook and have a look at the local funeral directors. People our age are looking at that already. So yeah. twenty years time when they're looking having to look after someone maybe that may be the way forward for them. So social media is huge for us. Open door policy. We're in a busy street, Mill Street in Stafford. On sunny days, I'm not saying it's so sunny today, but over the last few weeks, we've had the door open yeah. and naturally that barrier's taken away. So now that barrier's taken away, people naturally walk in and just say, can I just thank you? It's so open. Normally, mm-hmm. you know, places have got curtains up or a headstone. And that's not saying that that's a bad way. But mm-hmm. for us to move forward, we're, at, we're very open, happy to have that door open and welcome people in of the local community. And um, so I feel that, you know, being here in person to speak to active social media campaigns and the, the normal advertising that we'd all do. You know, to hit your target audience, um, you know, advertising in newspapers, advertising in local directories. One of the biggest things that we found has worked as because of our amazing premises, um, you know, offering tours to local hospitals, hospitals, care staff, mm-hmm. nursing staff, uh, local doctor surgeries. And we've actually we've had lots of people that have come and um, and come and done the tours around Primrose Cottage and seen our facilities. Brilliant. And when they come and actually see it, they realise that funeral directors don't just do a collection or a removal and take care of someone and we walk in front of a nice shiny car they actually see that wow you do that as well you do that yeah. as well and once they see it all then they opens their eyes and i think they've been just amazed at the facilities we were out to offer now to the people of stafford so chuffed a bit it's really really chuffed and that's worked really well as well fantastic well look it's been brilliant talking to you and i can tell by the energy and enthusiasm uh, that you love what you do so look Best wishes in the months and years ahead. I'm sure you're going to be very successful and I will see you again, I'm sure. But thank you, Stuart. Brilliant. Thanks, Malcolm. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our partnership podcast. All of our previous episodes are online at goldencharter.buzzsprout.com, including our interview with Ruth Jardine for a look at how a different type of business deals with the same issues. We're also available on a range of podcast apps, so you can download episodes and listen at in your own time. You can also contact me if you want anything to contribute or suggest for the podcast at malcolm.flanders at goldencharter.co.uk. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next time on the Partnership Podcast. <laughs>